Dang, girl. <laughs> that was probably the best I've heard. It only took three times. But. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Just for good measure. Nice. Oh, welcome to Earth Like Cafe podcast. I'm Sienna. And I'm Senna. And we are going to be talking about polarity, divisiveness, and unity consciousness. So a lot. But this gal, Senna here, has compressed it all onto some beautiful writing. So you're going to be seeing us look down a lot. <laughs> um, so I think you should begin. Okay. I'm... Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So right now it's December 2nd. Um... We actually had done a podcast of, about a few days ago, mm-hmm. and we found that this topic is is quite a lot. It's it's <sighs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, we we had originally made a recording, and we kind of went on for about an hour, hour and a half, and very quickly realized that we there was going a, nowhere. We were going nowhere. <laughs> we're talking about polarity, yeah. and particularly kind of threw us into like a polarity experience where mm. we weren't really on the same page and, yeah. and it's also just a very esoteric topic and so anyway uh lots of exciting energies have been happening this past week um mm-hmm. we had a lunar equip lunar eclipse <laughs> equips <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> sunday through monday uh, full moon, and um, yeah, I, I definitely felt some really, really intense effects, some major shifts in my being, um, a lot of yeah. downloads, a lot of sleep, a lot of sleep, sleeping, needing to sleep for days. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so much shaken up. Uh, yeah. A, a lot within me, within my soul, um, had to be brought to my attention to to heal as we're going into this eclipse portal. As we're <laughs> three eclipses in one and, month, and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and uh, we have solstice coming up, and just another beginning of a cycle. Yeah, um, major transformation has been happening for individuals and the collective, and. Uh, exciting times to, to really <laughs> exciting, intense, whatever way you want to look at it. It's <laughs> all around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh. For sure. Um, but yeah, exciting times in regards to, uh, yeah, if you've, if you've made some conscious choices to, to be able to, uh, take the time for yourself and to really mm-hmm. sit into those, t- um, emotions and things that have been stirring up within you uh letting stuff go and really like a phoenix from the ashes mm-hmm. dying and withering away and then being reborn transformation of of reclaiming your spirit reclaiming who you are and moving forward throwing a, a bomb behind you setting it all on fire blazed yeah. yeah, we're both Leos, so we're both feeling this very, very hot right now. Mm-hmm. Other signs might be experiencing things differently. Yeah. So, I say all that to say that uh, we we had to kind of settle back down and ground, and and uh, a lot's been on my mind about this particular 
topic, um, we had been noticing and observing within ourselves and the collective uh, last month as we had our, our in, the United, in the United States, our election, that there has been whew, so much divisiveness mm-hmm. in our country and um, it really globally too and yeah um, and what we really want to discuss and talk about is from a global scale from a collective scale and from the from your unique individual um, experience what divisiveness means and then also clarifying the difference between polarity and divisiveness. Um, yeah. yeah. Does that mm-hmm. sound like a pretty... It sounds like, you know, 12 hours of really deep talk <laughs> cut into one yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so Let's you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sienna and I talk a lot um throughout the month we see each other regularly and Mm -hmm. we've had a a lot of these these conversations around um our findings and observations and i'm just really excited to dive in deep with you today yeah yeah uh so just to give a quick update about my mentality i am especially since the eclipse like I have felt so heavy mentally, very heavy. Like my third eye wrapped around my head. And it's funny because as we're sitting here doing this, it's starting to happen again. It's getting heavier again. It's wrapped around my head. It just feels like weight and makes it very hard to talk. So if I'm not as talkative and Senna is this time, that's why. But, um... Yes, divisiveness. So the reason why this actually, this topic came up that we're having to define between the two is because when we tried to do the podcast before, they all kind of meshed together. And I did want to mention just one quick thing Mm -hmm. that I think is kind of interesting that you had said last time that nobody gets to hear now is (laughs) that you were like, it's funny, we're speaking about polarity and we're getting more like divided like we're getting we're getting more confused by each other and i think that we speaking about something can really affect your brain i mean even in science like bias like if you speak something over and over and over again if you speak a word over and over and over again then you are going to project it so us speaking about it, even though we were just trying to define it, it just turned out to be this thing where we're just on totally two different pages. And I just think that's really interesting. Definitely. That like, <laughs> our words are power. Our words are such power. They totally are. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that that's another thing, like in news and stuff, that when people are, or just in general and in social media and stuff, like... When we are speaking and we're like, oh, we're so divided. Oh, like everybody is such polarity. There's so much polarity. We're so divided. When people speak those things, when you're sharing those things on social media and on the news and everything like that, you're just affirming this crap. (laughs) You're just, you're just 
continuing to perpetuate diversiveness and polarity, you know? And it's like, if we really want change, we need to start speaking in unionship and oneness. Instead of saying, I am not divided, say, I am one. I am community. I am together with you. That's, yeah, it's important. You're totally I like spoil topic. alerting the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be, Didn't don't even be. mean to. <laughs> no, no, that's fantastic. I never want to stop you when you're on a roll. <sighs> but continue with your, your check-in on and how else you're doing mentally and emotionally, physically, and this past week. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure you're trying to point out something, but I'm having a hard time. I am... I feel like I'm getting really tired from it and as well. I'm in the same boat as you. I've just felt a lot of tiredness. My dreams, last month my dreams were out of control. Word. I had one dream that I told Senna and she just stood, stared at me and like trying to compute about like there were whales and lions and snakes and... <laughs> I was speaking to whales, like, psychologically yeah. or telepathically. And I feel like this is all really part of the transformation that's going on in our, in our momentum into this new month. We're having a lot of change and uncomfortableness and heaviness so that we can shed when no longer serves us, which is really hard. And I have a feeling, and I haven't told you this yet, I have a feeling that whatever it is that I'm supposed to be shedding, I have suppressed that stuff real deep because I can't tell you what it is, and but I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel the heaviness of it. I can feel the anxiety of it. I can feel the the fear of letting it go, which is really funny because don't know what it is. Yeah. So um, that's why shadow work is always important. Just because you got to dive deep into that stuff so you can let it go. Because you don't want it to continue on yeah. into your next chapter. So that's what I've been processing. I've also been meaning to share this. Um, I saw the other night this video of a, just a beautiful radiant star bean. That was sharing her experience of uh, some of her transformation, and she was in Shavasana and yoga, and uh, a song came on, uh, and it was called, uh, You Can't Rush Your Healing. Mm, and I checked nice. out the song afterward, gorgeous song. Yeah. I think it's Trevor Hill, don't quote me, I'll put it down in um, in the notes in the description. Um but beautiful song, mm. essentially, yeah, you can't rush your healing, and darkness has is a teacher, too, and to listen to his lesson. Beautiful. So Thank you. Yeah. I, I, we were making a joke the other day because... <sighs> <laughs> it's still good. We're personality... No, excuse me. We're, we're personal development, spiritual development junkies. Like, when we get triggered, we're like, oh, yeah! Oh, feel it! Yeah. Feel it! Oh, feel it! Feel it! I'm about to heal! I'm about to break through! I'm about to learn so much stuff! I'm about to level up! <laughs> oh, 
Oh, it's so real. I feel like anybody that gets it will just laugh at that. So, yeah. Oh, it's totally truth. Truth. Totally. But I say that just as a gentle reminder for myself, too. that Because I find myself when I'm like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm like, cleanse it. Clear. Deprogram it. Cleanse it. Go. 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 Deprogram it. What is but it? And I'm like, well, no, hold up. Like, sometimes I'm like, this is being consistent. Yeah. Ooh, I Patience. had a dream last week. <laughs> And, uh, it was actually funny because my, my twin flame came to me in this dream and he was looking me dead in the eyes and he said, when the universe is showing you something over and over, pay attention to it. (laughs) (laughs) So simple. So, so real. Yeah. So yeah. Just naming that. It's, we can't rush our healing. Our soul's going to take it as much as we want to. Yeah, it's this uncomfortableness. And it's like that reminder of like, it's okay. It's okay to just not be okay. Yeah. And I keep getting the Osiris God of Transformation card whenever I pull from your deck. And he reminds me that, you know, if you need to feel sad, if you need to wrap yourself up in a blanket and just retreat and just go into those emotions... You're doing an amazing, an amazing job with letting things die away, transform into something new. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, great segue, actually. So So polarity. Yeah, I wanted to... Let's talk about polarity. So, polarity... I... Let's let's see it as the positive negative. Mm. Positive negative attributes coexist. It's a universal law. Mm-hmm. It's universal law. We have both. We Truth. are both. Yep. They're both forces that perpetuate and create the moving force of our evolution. They are the forces that perpetuate and move our evolution. So we can see polarity, you know, as a rhythm. We each have our own individual rhythms mm-hmm. of these ups and downs. Which you hold in your heart, by the way. <laughs> and and you dictate the rhythm, too. Mm-hmm. From the frequency that you speak, from the words that you share, from what you truly mentally believe and, and create into the world. And so based on your frequency, too, you can have you know, a more denser rhythm where you have a longer wavelength and you take, you know, it could be a six-month rhythm of an of a down and an up. And then you can have really, really, really high and so then you're, you have peaks and then valleys really quickly. And that can be a lot. Overwhelming, so, yeah. Yeah, very overwhelming. So, yeah, your 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 rhythm can be very... Finding that that centered place, finding that balance, and and the in aligning your thoughts and your words and your actions, um, there is there is a more gentle, fluid balance. Two weeks or whatever of your ups and downs and whatever yours is, and whatever yours is, whatever yeah. you're meant to experience is divinely perfect. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so. Polarity, I also mm. think about in like, in in like a circle, and so, you you have like your positive and negative force of being able to create these these cycles of life, and that's what we are. We are cyclical 
um, beings. Like we, we experience our seasons, you know, between each solstice and equinox. Mm-hmm. We have these momentous, these momentous changes and where we get to experience rebirth, growth, death, transformation. I'm making stuff up. Is, am I right? Am I, I think it's right. Yeah, it's close to that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's birth, um, growth, integration, transformation. Integration. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful. And trans- transcend, actually. Like, transcend. Because, yeah, that's life. And and I do want to, like, reiterate again <clears throat> that you can actually, like, begin to, if you really start to pay attention to your cycles, and I'm not talking menstrual cycle, I'm talking those positive and negative cycles in your life, you can almost start to, like, point out, oh, I see where I am in the circle right now. Like, I can feel myself, like, in specific places in my life, in specific uh, topics in my life that I need to learn a lesson about, I can actually feel myself starting to like make it to the end of that cycle or like just begin a new one. So my cycle though is my soul's, I believe, is my soul's like choice. So like my soul chose to have this length of a cycle in this 3D realm where we have a, a timeline. Mm-hmm. But your cycle of maybe this even the same lesson may be longer or shorter than mine. Mm-hmm. So don't, that's why it's so important not to compare yourself ever, ever to anybody else. Totally. And I mean, that, that wording gets thrown around a lot. But if you think about it more in like life lesson perspective it has an even deeper meaning to it yeah because you should if you try to speed up to go compare yourself to the other person learning the same lesson then you're not gonna you're gonna speed it up and you're not gonna actually learn everything you were supposed to and then you'll have to do the lesson again probably <laughs> in like the exact same way so taking that time to reflect on yourself and be like okay where am i at and like accepting it. And I'm saying this for myself too, because obviously it's really difficult when you're in the slumps of it all to accept where you're at and be there. Yeah, so, certainly. Yeah. Definitely. I, uh, I think I did a journal writing the other day where it was just like figure out what, what your needs and, and what makes you you know, like comforts are in those times when you go to retreat or in those times where it feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, yeah. And, and there's, there's something that's really beautiful about like really honoring that space, like letting it be as it is. And, you know, maybe it's like a cup of tea or maybe it's a bath or maybe it's talking with a friend. Maybe yeah. it's going out for a walk. Maybe it's like, dropping your kid off at their dad's house for two days and being in complete silence and like turning off your phone <laughs> that's, that's me a, that was my friday saturday john envious of you're really just, that's amazing yeah well when i'm gone in arizona you can take my house <sighs> oh yes i'm doing that okay there you go <laughs> take two days off nice <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So uh, one thing that came through to me as you were speaking was, so I described polarity as a wave up and down, but then I also described it as a circle. But really, if you think of a spiral, spiraling, you know, mm-hmm. up, it depends on which way you look at it. Uh, from above, it looks like circle of a cycle completing, and then also from the side, um, it looks like that wavelength. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Look Thank at this. you, calculus. Look at that. <laughs> she did it. So, kind of transitioning into divisiveness versus polarity. So, polarity, as we said. Positive and negative both coexist within ourselves, within the universe. Yeah. That's just universal law. Mm-hmm. So if we want to call that lightness, darkness, we have both. Both are good. Well, I don't mean mm-hmm. to name it. don't mean to label yeah. it. But both are. They just are. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there. Um, but divisiveness, the divisiveness that we're going to speak about at least today is the experience, especially in the human realm, that's created by fear. So it's like an experience of judgment. Mm-hmm. So when like I just slipped up and said, I said the good. <laughs> it's like saying like light is good, the darkness is bad. There's good, there's evil. Well, when you zoom out from another perspective, five dimension and above, and you, you know, can see down those those experiences very close up on the human realm can very very much so apparently be like that that very uncomfortable sticky fearful based experience but that's just one tiny little moment in all of time mm-hmm. and space of the third dimension when you zoom out though and you see collectively how everything is working together you know how can how can you truly discern that that is good or bad that 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 time or that thing that happened was an awful thing you know when you pull out and you look at the collective and the whole and what's happening and you see from a place of neutrality that it just is and it just is all happening and there's so many, so much more data and information and moving parts and other people and their processes and everything intermingling. You can see that together, individually and as a, as, as a population, as a collective, we're we're evolving, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. We're all just evolving. So, and that's not to negate the fact that there is like pain in that hardship. And that there's not, like, that there's still, even though it is all to help us evolve, it doesn't mean that it's going to come easy. And to us on this realm, we're supposed to feel the pain and we're supposed to feel the happiness. And so those times where you're like, well, that really crappy thing happened to me. Are you telling me that that's all for the greater good and all that jazz? It's like, no. That's, I mean, that that's really upsetting, and it's sad that that happened. But at the same time, knowing from a, if you can step out of that for a moment and step away from your situation and go bigger, that's what we're asking you to do. We're not trying to invalidate anybody's no. feelings or experiences. Absolutely. 
but we are trying to ask that maybe just for a moment you step out of the judgment, step out of this reality for a second and look at it from a neutral per perspective where nothing is good or bad and just experiences and just lessons. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So. And yeah, so my, my personal belief, and I know Sienna believes this too, is we, we believe that all is love. Yeah. And essentially love and fear, I personally, I, I say that they're not, but they're not polarity. I believe that there is only love and then there's an experience of lack of love. Yeah. And so, and it's when we forget this truth that we experience, you know, unknown or fear. And something that um, I really like to, to think about or, or remember is that we can experience divi divisiveness even within ourselves. Um, so Definitely within ourselves. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like, states of anxiety and depression, um, these are places that we know that we've lost our sense of center and our sense of knowing and balance. And when I say center, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing to, I have both my hands at my heart for people listening to the Spotify podcast. Um, so, yeah, I, I love to remember, I remember watching this, um, this video a while back about brain scans of when people were feeling in an anxious or a depressed state that it, that their brain activity went to the outer skirts of their, their left and right hemisphere. It was divided. And then when they meditated and came back to their parasympathetic nervous system, they, they actually had brain activity around the center. It was, they were both communicating the right and left hemisphere through the corpus, corpus callosum. And they, they experienced a much more calm state. Hmm. So cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I love, yeah, I love when our science and this incredible human realm <laughs> can, <laughs> can um, uh, yeah, show some of the magic of, yeah. of spirit. Absolutely. Well, they are the same, really. Yeah. I mean, if, if you really want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. No, I have to stop myself from going off on a tangent because we're trying to keep this semi-organized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if whatever flows, go for it. Yeah, no, that, that one's really far. That's about aliens, so. <laughs> um... So moving into, so you had asked this really awesome question when we had first done our go around of, so how do we, as, you know, we're experiencing a, devi a divisiveness in our population, in our country, and globally, and collectively, um, how, how do we create a realm of division and how do we come together in unity? Yeah. And what's coming to me right now, which is really funny, I kind of did answer my question earlier in this just a little yeah, bit ago. Yeah, you kind of jumped ahead. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the flow. <laughs> it's to stop speaking about division. I don't believe that 
I don't believe that you should ignore the division. Mm-hmm. No, no. It, it, it's more about shifting your perception, shifting your lens, focusing. So, because right now there are places that people are extremely united and beautiful and doing amazing things for each other all the time this is happening. On this planet and others. Yes, yes. <laughs> we do have unity right now. Right now. But the thing is, is that people are focusing. They're taking their attention and putting it towards the divisiveness because that's where all the drama and fear and everything is basing around. And this us versus them mentality. Yeah. And so that's what's causing us to not actually see the real nature of us humans, which is unity. Behind behind the, the smoke screens of all this drama, us versus them, there are people on the other side going, We just want we just want to love each other. We just want to eat. We wanna have shelter. We wanna mm. be able to be with our families. We wanna be able to be there for each other. How can we be there for each other? But they're being screamed over by the drama. And so what I feel I would Continue, I will continue to do, and if you want to take this advice and it resonates with you, I would advise to walk through the smoke screen. <laughs> Let's try to think of that metaphorically. Walk through it, ignore that stuff, and go to the other side that's already there, which is unity. And start talking about it. Start speaking about it because our words our power, and I will repeat that a million times till it gets annoying, <laughs> but it'll become your mantra, okay? So that's, yeah. Let that's me, yeah, so let's let's talk about and dive into a bit about unity consciousness a bit more, because sure. in, in our last podcast, we, we had mentioned it a little bit, but specifically about bringing forth um, this idea of polarity as well. So unity consciousness is about honoring both the light and dark mm-hmm. within ourselves and within others. And it's about honoring every person wherever they are in their process and your own process. And remembering that it's consciousness and love, what Sienna was alluding to, is what binds us. And that each and every person has a unique experience. And through these perspectives, collectively, it creates the whole. I'm going to say that again because I, I really want yes. to touch on that. Because, yeah, we, we ha- I have my own perspective. Sienna has her own perspective. Everyone that's listening to this right now has their, and watching this has their own perspectives of the world. And, and that is such a beautiful thing. And yeah. we all carry a little bit of truth. Yeah. And she carries a little bit of truth. And he, they, them, everyone carries a little bit of truth. And... And honoring that that you have that little bit of truth and they have that little bit of truth and your soul your soul has its own unique path here and its own unique truth to share and collectively together that's unity consciousness and we are all uh, you were speaking about this and I was actually imagining we're all little pieces of truth right 
the only way for us to get the whole truth is by combining together, which I know that's what you're getting at, but I wanted to speak it in a different way. It's like, we all have a puzzle piece. Mm. We all have one puzzle piece to the entire answer. (laughs) (laughs) And the only way that we can get to the entire answer is by bringing our truths together. Aww. It's going to be like, my, my puzzle piece is bigger than yours. <laughs> but actually, that brings up another point, too. Where, yeah. like, no matter how big or small no. someone's footprint or, br- like, whatever, it exists and it has value. Absolutely. Each and every person has value. Absolutely. So I can guarantee that somebody right now, because I thought of it, and I'm really proud <laughs> to say, and I'm going to toot my own horn and have a humble, humble pride, pride moment. Uh, um, hold up. Humble pride. Humble pride. Uh, TM Santa. We should get t-shirts. Oh, okay. Anyways, yes. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you want to stay humble, but you're really proud of yourself, own it. That's it's right. okay. That's right. Of course, Aaliyah would think of that. <laughs> so, um, I'm really proud to say that I have a brain that try that sees both sides, and so she'll be talking about something, or I'll be talking about something, and sometimes you'll hear me pause because I'll get interrupted in my brain about the other perspective. Mm. <laughs> I love that, and so I like break into that. So, anyways. When you were speaking, I can guarantee that somebody out there is like, well, I have um, this person in my life that there's no way that they hold any of this truth because they have so many problems with this and I just could not, they're terrible people, could not believe that they would hold any truth about the universal consciousness, the unity consciousness. That's not fully true either, because that's your bias kicking in. That's your fear and your own ego kicking in. Yes, thank you. And saying, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Everything that I'm saying is right. But what did we just say? What did Sutta just say? She said, we all hold one little piece of truth. I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. Neener, neener. (laughs) And you know what? Sana may be wrong. Who knows? But like, (laughs) I'm just letting you know that you are heard, you are seen. Mm. I know that this may be triggering to hear because Mm. you have some karmic issues that is hitting you hard right now when hearing that. And Mm. if one person in particular or a group of people are kicking up in your brain when you're hearing that we all hold a little truth, dive into that. Really dive into that. Write down those people. Write down what is it about them that you don't like, that you think they're wrong about, Mm. and everything like that. And really look at it. After you write it down, just look back at it for a moment. Look back at it. and and be like okay and ask yourself do I choose to hold on to that grudge of that person 
or do I choose to let go of it because it does not serve me mm-hmm. and um, move on in life? Because they may hold the truth, but that doesn't mean you need them in your life to yeah. hold the truth. Yeah. They may just not be your little puzzle piece clicker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They may not mesh with your puzzle piece, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, yeah, I something that popped into my head kind of earlier today, a little bit based off of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. of, like, it is great to have people that you don't agree with around, mm-hmm. but it's also so great to have people <laughs> you, that you do agree with yeah. and and that you can really explore and dive into and be... Um, acknowledged, acknowledged, but 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 also like your ideas and ex- and values and your opinions and, um, you know what you can see for the world expanded, mm. like and that that's a part of that's a part of your own growth too. And so, yeah. having those people like you are that person for me, like Aww. being able to, um, to to share things that I learn and things that, um. Uh, I see in the world or my observations or my theories or you know whatever I I love I have a conducive environment to be able to um, to explore that with yeah you know I agree so you're the yeah. same for me oh yes <laughs> so, yes. so what an excellent segue so um, one little thing here too is just kind of wrapping that up and then segueing into tangible experiences and how to find balance within with others. Um, I'm trying to say is, so yes, we, we can coexist, live with others with differing perspectives, opinions, and processes. That's another thing. And I t- we, we talked about this briefly in, in our first podcast is, again, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she said that begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're human too. <laughs> is in their own process. Breathe that in for a moment. Thanks. Yeah. And they are exactly where they need to be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is one of my lessons is yeah, not judging where someone else is at. <laughs> Which is difficult. It can be very difficult. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's also okay for, because we're not perfect for you to quote unquote slip up and judge them and do whatever because that's part of your lesson on this earth. It is. I've been finding more and more that as these judgments come up, I'm so glad that you you brought up that exercise. That's a really great exercise. Yeah. Because, yeah, as these judgments come up, I've been finding more and more within myself that, um, that yeah, either, either I don't love within myself or there's just a space that, um, that I need to, I need to claim back my power because I'm yeah. either giving it over to them or as a psychic empath and my really strong connection, I, um... Mm. I can pick up on others' insecurities and kind of take them on as my own. And mm. I have this new mantra. <laughs> I can't swear. Yeah. You can do I it. I am effing beautiful. I am effing powerful. I am 
effing amazing. I don't care who I used to be. I am a newbie. <laughs> newbie. I can't say the other yeah, word. Yeah. I am a new goddess. I am a queen. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no, no. I missed, I missed my favorite part. Yeah. I don't care who I used to be. She dead and gone. That bee is dead. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yay. Okay. We, okay. By the way, we are quoting somebody. And we'll leave that in the description below because he is amazing. Yeah. He did an awesome, very beautiful Leo Tarot reading. Yeah. Oh, well, all readings. Yeah. All readings were all signs. I'll post I just it. just checking out that one. Yep. Oh, so good. So, yes. Um... I love that you're getting into some really tangible exercises um, for being able to handle uh, when we experience that divisiveness or that judgment or that perpetuated fear of us versus them mentality. Um, So, yeah, I mean, specifically, like if we want to use the example of the election um, and the divisiveness in in, uh, America right now, I mean this is everywhere we're seeing this everywhere and mm-hmm. uh even in my own family we we had a blowout i tried to play the peacemaker but they just it wasn't your place it wasn't my place and it's okay so we didn't meet for thanksgiving <laughs> it's just, because there were some okay. lessons that they needed to learn in that space mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah and, and part of that experience and other experiences that I've gotten to, to have, um, we can we can talk a little bit about when you're having maybe conversations either about this particular topic about country's leadership or um, other us versus them uh, perspectives. Um, here's here's some ideas, and we're gonna dive into a little bit of how to come from a more centered perspective one with more self-awareness um, as you are are going into having conversations with others. Um, mm-hmm. And ultimately, all of this is about finding and keeping within your center um, of, of, when I say center, not being swayed into, again, that, that fear state um, or judgment state, uh, yeah, and, and keeping that balance because within, so within, so without. Yes. Um, so yeah, you, you, let's just say this, you're going to have a much more productive conversation when you really know yourself and you also know how to respond in a grounded and compassionate way. And then this is, this is an evolution thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got sure. growing pains for this one. But definitely, as you're having conversations with someone, listening to yourself, listen to your emotions. If you're triggered, honor those feelings that are coming up for you. Um, And yeah, listen to those or heal what's, what's, take some time to like really dig into like what's behind this, why, why you're being triggered, what's happening here. And if it's something you're maybe heated in the middle of a conversation, if it's something that you notice within, you can name it. Yep. Naming something. You should name it. Yeah, well, I just want to say that, like, this year, one of the greatest 
like tools of my 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 self awareness um and communicating my my boundaries with others has or or just my internal world with others has been naming it yeah name it and just to say like i i need a name that i feel you know either triggered or offended or you crossed a boundary or you know if someone is being offensive or something and um yeah, and then and then check in with yourself. Like, what do you need? Do you need some space for a moment? Do you need to pause a conversation, go outside, take a breath? Or um, is it just naming it that's going to help shift that energy? Yeah. And, you know, maybe, maybe the other person can receive you and you can tone down a little bit and, you know, yeah. So sometimes you can be received and then ask if you can verbal process with them. If you have a safe enough space with that person, like these triggers don't just happen with strangers, guys. They don't happen with the family astray. Like her and I, we've had boundary setting, like trigger conversations that we've both have to have with each other. Mm-hmm. I have them with my fiance. I have them mm-hmm. with people that I truly love and feel safe around. Mm-hmm. So I also want to speak out that. When you present your trigger to someone, try hard not to attack them with that. Mm. Come from, first off, maybe take a deep breath before you say it, right? Get yourself grounded because there is a tendency that I've noticed as a pattern going on that when you feel a trigger, you want to attack the person that triggered you. But as we're about to speak about, triggering is actually a good thing because it's waking up something that needs to get out of your body anyways Mm -hmm. and be noticed. So that person just kind of did you a favor. Now, does that mean like if they're pushing boundaries or being inappropriate with you that you don't set your boundaries? No, that's actually just it's better to come from a calmer still point of view that's why she said like if you can't if you can't be calm talking about it then maybe taking a step outside or saying i can't talk about this right now that's enough yeah you know and i love you shared this about a conversation that you had with your fiance the other day Mm -hmm. where you named hmm i i am triggered right now but i want you to know it's not your fault it's not and everything's okay yeah yeah it's huge It makes such a difference, especially when you're triggered by somebody that you're going to see almost every day or every day, Mm -hmm. because that poor person, when they see you hurt and they really care and love about, love you, when they see you hurt or triggered or something's off and you don't express to them that that's not their fault or whatever, there is a tendency to be like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Why aren't they talking to me? What's going on? And then they go into their own insecurities, which we all have. Mm-hmm. I know I've been there before. And instead of it being this amazingly uh, constructive conversation, it becomes this, like, you having to constantly reassure... Like, it takes it off the main topic. You have to keep reassuring your partner or your friend that, no, it's not, like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But not actually telling them it's not their fault. It doesn't help anything, you know? Mm-hmm. It just makes, instead of being like, so some people have the tendency to go, it's fine. 
it's okay. I'm okay. It's fine. Instead of naming their trigger. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I've done that when I've been in really pissed off modes. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm really off there. But even then, be like, hey, I'm really angry right now. And it's because something's been really triggered to me. So I can't talk about this. Yeah. And then maybe when you're in a calm state of mood, discuss deeper. I also do that now. Like, once I've calmed down, I'm like, this is something I'd like to practice more with you. Yeah. If I'm too angry to talk about it and I say I can't talk about it right now, it's nothing on you and I need you to drop it. Yeah. Because I've had the tendency that my fiancé has not dropped it even when I've spoken that. And yeah. then you blow up. You say things you don't mean and yeah. out of anger. So, anyways, I've gotten off on a tangent, but... Yeah. Yes. You know, and then um, I'm really glad that you, you also named that, like, when... Yeah, not attacking because... Yeah, just because, oh, this doesn't feel good. It's your fault. Actually, what, there's something within you that you need to check. Check yeah. is, check yourself. Check yourself or you wreck yourself. <laughs> or you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, yeah, if you're able to express what's going on internally, like, oh, I'm experiencing so much anger right now or so much hurt. Um you know, for some reason, because of that perspective, or because you believe such and such, hmm, like, there's, there's something there, like, why is that? Where'd that come from? Where's the foundation of that? What's mm -hmm. the bias? Mm -hmm. Did someone in my past do something to me that caused that? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you won't find the answer. Yeah. And at that point, then you need to ask the question to yourself, is this a trigger that I want to carry on? Or yeah. is this something that I want to heal even if I don't know where it came from? Yeah. And one other thing for just the big movements that we've had of like, just, yeah, again, reiterating, being triggered is good. Yeah. It's good. And it's, it's a great way to also see where boundaries are crossed. And so... We have a huge upheaval of social injustice and gay rights equality. And, like, there is so much that is being proactive right now. Because, yes, this, this is a time to reclaim spirit. Reclaim, like, what, was, what has been oppressed. And I want to name that it's totally possible to have righteous rage. Ooh. Yes. Right? Just rage. Like, mm. like, yes, that is a powerful force and action of, of, and when you're channeling it in the way to make pre proactive change, you can absolutely do that. But this can be done without perpetuating hate. Mm. And most importantly, this can be done without doing this for being above another mm. at another person's expense or another group's expense yeah. and mm. this this whole thing of like like whether or not we have a leader even of find your center breathe remember breathe <sighs> yeah I at another over another person's expense like we can come from a place 
of wanting there just to be right by all. And, there and are not pro- everyone's going to agree with that. No, that's true. <laughs> and there are productive ways to let out your rage. I would just like to like throw out a couple ideas for yeah. people. I didn't really know and understand that I was suppressing that side of me until this year. Mm. And um, once I started opening myself up to the idea of letting out my anger, letting out my uncomfortable feelings in an actionable way is when I started, of course, attracting these ideas. So I'm, I'm picking from other people, but screaming's one of them. Love screaming. Yeah. I scream in my car all the time. Yeah. Oh, it feels good. When you get like that deep, you just let it out. Oh, I like to growl. Yeah. Yeah. My kid and I do that. (laughs) It's so cute. Kids feel this stuff too, you know? Yes. I would like to note like if you're seeing your kid feel the same things you're feeling, first off, you're probably mirroring and they can feel your energy. But second off, they've got their own experiences with what's going on as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was like going and shaking it out, dancing really mm. hard, mm. Um, punching bag. Literally, it is fine. So my fiance has a weird thing about this where he like has, he's like, but I'm hitting something when I'm angry. I'm like, yeah, but you're not hitting a person when you're angry. Mm-hmm. No, not to do that. Mm-hmm. Just go hit a punching bag or punch yeah. a pillow or do yeah. something to let out that energy. Yeah. It's an energy exchange. Yes. And if you don't let it out in that manner, then it's going to come out on either yourself or on the close people around you. Yeah. Yeah. In or- mean ways. Yeah. Internalizing that oh, that's can be true too. very damaging. Toxic. Really. Yeah. I mean, spirit is the program of the body. Like, yeah. these things that you trap within yourself, this can perpetuate to mental health, your, your yeah. physical health. That's a whole other topic. We'll get there someday. But, um, yeah, I especially with my child and I, we... We like to growl. I scare him sometimes. So I, have to, I have my big, big growls when I'm alone. And then um, I, we we like to play sword fight and like beat the couch. These pillows are super fluffed from <laughs> beating them with. We have our swords or sticks and and then uh, yeah. I mean, I don't own a gun at this time. I mean, I kind of like guns. They're really fun to shoot. But I I got into archery this year, and um, I really liked to shoot things. It's it's an energy release. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever shot archery before or anything like that, but if you have, you get it. There is an energy exchange that is happening, and it is perfectly fine. And exercise, that's another go-to that everybody forgets about, that exercise produces endorphins Mm -hmm. and makes you feel all good, and it also allows you to let out your fight-or-flight mode mindset, which is really where a lot of this anger built-up stuff comes from, is this fight-or-flight mode that we're in, and when you're in that mindset, you go back to caveman brain, which is run from danger. Mm. So you need that exercise mm-hmm. or that punch, which is all exercise if you think about it. Dancing, screaming, punching, all these things are moving our bodies. Yeah. That 
makes our brain go, oh, okay, we've ran away from the danger, we can come back, yeah. we're good now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I was also going to say that uh, music, like... Yes. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling mad, if you're feeling angry, there's a genre there's for that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a song for that. There's yeah. an artist for that. <laughs> yep. Totally. I, I have some incredible playlists. <laughs> I have a... No, I love making playlists. Uh, humble pride. Uh, humble pride. I have a F-S up <laughs> playlist. F-S up. Nice. F-S nice. up <laughs> playlist. <laughs> Your effort is beautiful. Thank you. I'm trying yeah. so hard you so we don't get. have to edit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I have a slow it down playlist, and I have I have one for every mood. Anyway, so um, love that tangent. Again, some excellent tangible 3D things that we can experience as humans with letting and moving this energy through. Um, yeah, so, so back on talking, if, if when you're in a conversation um, or you're seeking out hearing from other people's perspectives, which is what this is all about, hearing yeah. other people's perspectives, not only broadening yours, <laughs> rewind that and hear that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just say it backwards. That'd be that. so cool. That'd be so creepy too. <laughs> Yeah, this is about asking and hearing from a genuine, active listening, heartful, centered place without attachment. Yes. Of which hearing from someone else's perspective, which can be very hard. Yeah. But, um, Chris. yeah, I, I think about a week before the election or two, I, I had my first, like, really, really, really great, like, two hour debate with some extended family. And it was such a great conversation. Like I was, I was really proud of how I came into it. Just like so detached, just already knowing that like all of us have a very unique experience with very unique experiences in life and the algorithms of what our, our soul has and experiences and also our like device and social media and cable television mm. like algorithm is mm. of like what what programs you've seen what pro like programming too of just like <laughs> yeah. what what people have have seen and are embedded in within their experience as humans and so when you when you approach someone you have no idea where they're coming from and and what that perspective is unless unless you really genuinely come from a place of wanting to understand the other. Yes. And what's interesting, I don't for some of the things coming through, it might actually make someone uncomfortable. But mm. it might be for some reason, I don't know why I'm thinking about this. This wasn't in my notes. It may make them uncomfortable to be genuinely wanting to be understood. I could see that. And I mean Yeah. Yeah. It's so rare. Rare. Yeah. But, but what is so beautiful about, about that, and if you're able to have um, a heart-centered place where you're able to connect and, and see and hear another person's experience and mm-hmm. perspective, um, yeah, not, not only are you helping to, like, decharge those 
us versus them and them as well, but also for yourself. And in, in a way, if you come and you show in a balanced state, this level of maturity, emotional intelligence, you can be teaching them some incredible skills too. And yeah. also, again, de- deactivating kind of that us versus them. So the, the them, you know, to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't, say that one more isn't time. so scary. Us versus them. Yeah, us versus them. They think it, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, do you want to talk about, about um, kind of the, the foundation experience of like asking about someone's foundation and morale? Yeah, so I've been touching base on it through this whole program a little bit, but I haven't really gone full deep into it. And again, if you actually want to know more about it, you should look it up. Uh, I say again because that's what I said last time. That's funny. (laughs) But uh, bias foundation theory. Super interesting. I had a conversation with my fiancé about this, and I have two sides of the story now, which is super Mm. fun. So, bias foundation theory, when I first saw it, I thought, super cool. And I'm a person, naturally, I'm an optimist. I always see the bright side of things. And so, sometimes it's hard for me to see the other side. Um, And what I perceived it as, and what the theory is, is that we come from, all of us, every single one of us, come from a different perspective And different foundations through either being raised a certain way by our parents or not raised a certain way by our parents or experience it in your own peers, adulthood, anything like that. We all have a different experience. And you say, oh, there's millions of people. No, every single one of us have a different experience, even if it's just by a tiny bit. That's so important to know because, especially when it comes to politics and it comes to religion and everything like that, then we can go, if we study ourselves and and get really into what our core uh, foundations are for ourselves, then when we come into a conversation and somebody else triggers us or uh, says something that we don't believe in and everything, we can then kind of have that outside perspective look and say, interesting, well, I know that I'm coming from this foundation and by the sounds of it, they're coming from this foundation and that's why we're not agreeing. So I thought that was beautiful because then you can go into a conversation and not get triggered or angry at that person because they have a different perspective, you just then get curious and you're like, so why do you have that perspective? Where did that come from? Why did you, where did you learn that? I would love to know. And then maybe I can talk to you about where my perspective comes from and just opens it up and makes people feel less attacked. It, and it may be a little uncomfortable because they're not used to, yeah people actually being sincere when they speak about that and uh, grounds everything it grounds everything so the other perspective (laughs) can i tack on real quick sure go for it so yeah part of that that foundation is also like you're, you're tapping into figuring out what someone's morals and values are yeah 
And that is, a, that's a centered space where we can understand, like a heart-centered space, mm-hmm. where we can really connect. And knowing that, that that someone might have a similar, maybe differing value, but you can you can better empathize with empathize with that and Absolutely. see where they're coming from um yeah keep going so yeah. the other perspective good call good call yes i uh, so i was speaking to my fiance about that and um he brought the other side of this theory which to him he said well in a perfect world that sounds really nice. Mm -hmm. But if you're not careful, that can sound like you're like trying to be better, like bettering the other person. Like, well, Mm -hmm. you're obviously on this perspective of the bias foundation theory and I'm on this perspective. So you're assuming like he's, he, he was like, the worry would be is that somebody would come in and be too much assuming the other person's opinion or the other person's morals and biases when oh. stepping into the conversation. Well, I mean, what if you ask directly? Like, what are your morals and what are your values? Well, and that's what I wanted to, like, and that's what I wanted to clarify because I came from it from, like, everybody's kind. They never would think things like that. Whereas, like, you do have to make sure that when you come into the conversation you're not assuming anything because once we learn something new, at least I, when I learn something new, I get really excited about it. And it's a tendency of mine to then start explaining. My my fiance calls it mom-splaining, just because <laughs> the man-splaining. Anyways, uh, so I get explaining and then I get out of the mode of like, this is my experience, this is what I've learned, and I get into the mode of, this is just the facts. And that may not be the facts. Yeah. Like, none of bias, moral, all this heart stuff, it's not factual stuff. That's like a feeling. Feeling's more fluidity. It's not rigid. So, um, just to be careful of that, I guess, you know. And it did open my eyes to that. Yeah. So if I do have a conversation with somebody, I want to make sure that I come into the conversation with knowing where I'm coming from, but never assuming where they're coming from. Even... Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I do that all the time. Because it's hard not to. Yeah. Because that's our defense mechanism. That's the way that we defend ourselves when we go into a place that's like our extra layer shield to be like, oh, well, I already know what to expect. So if I know what to expect, then they can't hurt me. But <laughs> that's kind of... Like canceling out the whole point, <laughs> you know, and I speak that for myself as well. But it's important to only speak for myself and not for somebody else, and to truly come into it as grounded and open and asking lots and lots and lots of open ended questions if you truly want to listen and then actually listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. close your mouth and listen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's that's the other perspective yeah yeah and then also sharing your yours as well of course yeah if that freedom is there um to 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 have that uh there was 
was another thing that I was gonna say. I'm totally forgetting at the moment. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Um, yeah. And then, did you want to share at all about the tangible experience that that your sister had? Or oh, that actually reminds me. And if you want to segue into it, feel free. But um, yeah. And then through all of this, through the conversation, or with this other person. Knowing and remembering the light that you see in them. Like who you know them as a person and how they've shown up for you, friend, family, or other. And yeah, just remembering the love. Yeah, that's that's what's going to connect us at the end of Absolutely. the day. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I loved your example. Because you came from family. And it reminded me of my family. And my family is really weird. Yeah, comparably to other families, we get along really, really, really well. <laughs> and um, we hang out and talk about politics and talk about religion and crazy out there stuff. And we don't agree. But we can still come to the conversation and be passionate about our pers perceptions of the conversation and come out of it still loving each other and still having a good day yeah it may have had a heated conversation but you know the thing is is that I I learned something new about my dad or I learned something new about my brother do I agree with them is that the experience I am experiencing no but you know I think it's really interesting that they're experiencing that right now so that's what it reminded me of when you were talking about that. And segueing that, my sister, because, you know, she comes from our family, she has this awesome thing as well. She had an experience through the politic election stuff, political stuff, where her group of friends, which is about like five friends, split almost down the middle. And so it's six of them, right? And they were almost down the middle. Uh, with this politics stuff, which is really interesting because they used to all be on the same side, quote unquote, the same perception. And then something shifted and then like it split and it became this heat between all of them. And my sister was broken from it, you know, because she loves them all so deeply. That's her sisterhood. That's her group. And it was really, really hard on her because for the people that believed in the other side, she just had she was like well I don't believe that and it's really really hard for me to hear you talk about that and they were Trump supporters and she just did not get it especially because they weren't before so it got really confusing for her and her initial reaction from outside perspective and not actually asking them any questions was my friends have gone crazy and I don't know if I can actually be friends with them anymore. And that broke her heart because she absolutely loves them. And so she took a little time to go through that process. But then she realized there's no way that she can, like, give up this friendship. And she saw how hateful her other friends were being to them. And she's like, I don't want to be that either. I don't want to just shame them and assume that they're believing these things that everybody else 
in the general population is believing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm just going to ask them questions. I'm going to talk to them about it. And that was really brave, I feel, because that's vulnerability. It's like, could have gone south. But instead, it became this amazingly connecting experience with her and her friends, where they first off said thank you and felt heard Mm. and felt appreciated and loved because just just because that first step of saying, I'd like to hear why. And that's all it took. Yeah. And once they were able to speak and then she asked questions and they kind of went back and forth and it was a pretty long conversation. And she just continued. And my sister, bless her heart, she's just an open heart. She's beautiful. So, And she's got psychology degree, so I'm sure that really helps. <laughs> <laughs> But um, thinking of the prefrontal cortex, cortex, just like on steroids. Just, yeah, yeah, I got this. I can handle this. It's beautiful. So, um, her friends just uh, went and told her everything, and she came out of it and talked to me about it because she processed verbal processed all this with me, and she came out of it and talked to me about it. And she said, "I don't agree with majority of what they're saying." but I can sympathize with where they're coming from on why they're choosing to be a Trump supporter. She can sympathize so she can put herself in their shoes and see why from their perspective, from their life experiences, that they are now gonna vote for Trump. Now she can put herself back in her own shoes, her own life experience, and go, but I will not be because that doesn't fit with my life. And we still can all be friends. <laughs> you know, that's such a great example of where we could be going with things. She chose the love. She chose the, she understood, you know, she just recently said something else recently. Once we had the election, she noticed that it was almost 50-50. And she's told me, she's like, there is no way that half of the population of America are hateful, racist Mm. people. Mm -mm. There's just no way. So that means there's something else. There's something else they're seeing. And for us to assume, for any of us to assume that the other side is the general confusion, hate, big... No, yeah. they're not. Yeah. They're not. That's that's you just assuming the, 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 the mass fear that we're being... That's the judgment. Yeah, the judgment. Thank you. Yeah. I was, like, getting heated on it. I... Oh. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm so glad you named that. That is... Yeah. Yeah, my sister's pretty great. We should just interview her on here. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, which we should say that yeah it, we are going to interview people yes <laughs> of the community yep. and um we haven't gotten our first one yet but we will i i know someone you know someone yeah you we just... got yeah well we know tons of people yeah <laughs> we know tons of people because oh, we're so great but yes we'll it will that. be coming soon 
it's just when the timing feels right, really. Yeah, it's going to come together. Yeah. Yeah. So just be patient and enjoy our awesome voices yeah. for now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I um, just want to touch and just reflect that I I absolutely resonate and love the part that um, yeah, not assuming the other's perspective and the and like you you have your potential own judgments of Trump versus Biden and other people that had run. Um, but yeah, based on what someone, why they chose to vote, making that judgment of, oh, you, you believe in hate or you believe in, oh my God, all the crazy illusions and stuff and media programs are out there. Mm. Oh my gosh. Gives me anxiety just even. Yeah. 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 Oh, Just breathe. <laughs> Whenever you feel this way, just, just breathe. breathe. Ground yourself back. <laughs> oh, I wonder if the mic can hear my stomach grumbling. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should make some food. Um, yeah, so I, I hope that this was, um, was enlightening, was an interesting perspective, and... Um, my and I guess I kind of want to end with a, like a little bit of affirmations of mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, how we're saying, you know, don't don't talk about divisiveness, but instead, I live in a world, I live in a country, where together we can create something really beautiful. We can we can create. We can create a united country. And this whole conversation truly kind of came up around, you know, after the election happened, you still have half of the country that, you know, may be living in fear, gripped with fear, because they're the person that they, they wanted didn't win. And they're, they're, they're maybe terrified about, like, what this this is going to turn into and the other might be fearing fearing too about the other side. It's just like, it starts with you. It starts with you. It starts starts with with me. Yep. One by one, as we, as we can hone in coming from a place of self-awareness and love, and you know compassion and and genuine interest for other people's perspectives and what they want to see in the world come to fruition too and not assuming what you think that they want coming from that heart-centered place we can create a world in that way Mm -hmm. and that is the the reality in which i believe in and that is what I know is possible and I choose to manifest and and embody and hold this frequency and light and reality so that there's there's another option I'd like to take a moment yeah because I'm going to throw this at you 
to sit for like a minute together because when we as individuals set the intention and we do it together, even individually, even in different times, power can happen. So for a moment, I want you to close your eyes, hold whatever part of your body wants to be held or don't hold whatever part of your body wants to be held, just open your arms. Take a deep breath. I want you to imagine unity. What does that look like to you? What does connection on a deep, loving level look to you? Breathe that in. Feel the feeling that comes up in your body. Even if it's resistance, look into that. Mm. Go deeper into that. And know no matter where you are, what your perception is, it is divinely perfect. Your viewpoint is divinely perfect. And together, where we sit or stand, we are making vast movements towards unity. It will come in the timing it's meant to come. We cannot rush it. So be patient. Give yourself grace, my love. Your healing is my healing, is the earth's healing. Your love is my love, is the earth's love. We are one. Mm. We are love. I honor the light and darkness within myself, and I honor the light and darkness within you. And so it is. And so it is. Hmm. If you've stuck around this hour and 20 minutes, I really appreciate you sticking around that long and sitting there with us on that meditation that was random and... I, I asked nice. you. Before. I know. He's <laughs> like, "Are you gonna surprise me with the meditation <laughs> or a prayer?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I wasn't in the mood yet. So if you've oh. made it this long, thank you, and you were meant to be part of that. And if you know yes, anybody you. that is popping up in your head while you're listening to all this, um, well, send them love. First off, send them love, absolutely. But second off, send them this podcast and this YouTube. Second. Yeah. yeah. Share this. Share this. Please. Please. Yeah. The more people that are in this mindset, the stronger our unity will become. Mm. Hmm. There you go. You going to hit so that bowl, my girl? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the only bowl I'm hitting tonight. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> We got 
but it's okay. Oh, okay. <sighs> All right. Um, well, we'll see you next month. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> With three eclipses this month. We'll see. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>